When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. Everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 91. My name's Turner Sparks. I'm Kaplan. You can find me at Turner B. Sparks on Twitter. You can find Kaplan at K-A-P, Cap in America. Kaplan, on the podcast today, we have comedian Peter Wong. All right, from the Wong family. From the famous (laughs) Wong family, New York City comedian Peter Wong. Peter, not only is he a comedian... But for our 4th of July episode, happy 4th of July, everybody. He's a fireworks ep- expert. He is a DACA Ooh, dreamer. Even better, even more on brand. How about that? Last year, we had uh, Ye came in for 4th of July. She just got here. Yeah. He's been here a very long time. He's going to tell us all about what it means to be someone in, Do- is it called a DACA member? <laughs> I'm not even <laughs> sure what they're called. This is, a, this is a term I never heard of until like a year ago, even though it's been a issue for a while. Yeah, I never didn't know there was a DACA. Obama came up with it, well, we're going to find out, <laughs> a number of years ago. He'll I'm know really more. ignorant on this issue. <laughs> I'm just going to go in. I did no research. I'm going to sound like a total ass, so the listeners should know that going in. But as far as I know, Obama came up with it years ago. It wasn't really in the news until Trump came along and like outlawed it. I, Obama created this problem, is what you're telling me, right? That's I'm not about. telling you <laughs> that. He created these dreamers. No! <laughs> these dreamers are real people. They, okay. They're in America. Uh, and now he, he's here, so we'll find out yeah. for 4th of July. It's very alt-middle of us. We're having him on, but we don't really know what he is. Exactly. That's alt-middle. That's his But before all that, Kaplan, yeah. we have a live podcast July 11th at Stand Up New York Comedy Club. We have more things to announce right now. Oh, yeah? Should we just do it? Drum roll it. What you've already heard, we have DC Benny coming on. Did we already say that? I, I think, think so. We have, we have, know, it's fresh. Iman El Husseini coming in. Longtime pod favorite. Longtime pod favorite. We have Donnie Does flying all the way in from China for yeah. this. He lives in Shanghai. He's here for a couple weeks. He's coming to do the live podcast. The Barstool Sports favorite, the guy who makes those crazy videos in yeah. China. I was just in Boston. I'm going to talk to him all about it when, we, when he sees Oh, it. it'll be great. And the last thing, uh, well, we have one more guest. We'll, we'll, it's going to be a surprise when we get there. <laughs> but know. one more thing. We have Ming River Baijo, a Baijo company coming on. They're brand new. They've been in China for a very long time. It's a super uh, well-known brand in China. They've rebranded themselves, coming to America. This is they've just got here, and they're going to be, they're going to be, 
Sponsoring us? Is sponsoring. That, is that the word you're looking for? Sponsoring the live pod. What that means. So Baijo to America. We, we we made this happen. Yeah, and they're no making cocktails. No one ever heard about Baijo before us. Not before us. Before our drinking podcast you in have season one. us to thank, America. So they're gonna um, they're gonna be making cocktails at the at Stand Up New York. We've worked it out with the club. The club's gonna bring them in. They're gonna make cocktails. You can get drinks while you're watching. We might have to drink it on stage. It's yeah. gonna be wild. So come to this podcast, even if you don't think it's gonna be very funny, you might get blackout drunk. You know, there's always a, a positive. A beverage you've never had before. Exactly. You've seen stars. Ming River by Joe. It's a famous river. Probably, I don't know. It's the best river for by Joe. It's the best river. <laughs> it's the, it's the water. Is, it's all about it's the water. The we only deal with it's the like best bagels. rivers. It's like bagels. They say you need Brooklyn water to make good bagels yes. in America. You need Ming River water to make <laughs> exactly. the best by That's what they say. And we only Why? deal with the best only the rivers. Best. Only the best for you listeners. Yes. I was just, before we move on, I want to say shout out to the fine people in Riodoso, New Mexico, and El Paso, Texas. I was just there doing two shows. Absolute blast. Tons of alt-middles came out. You mean Trump voters? What do you mean by that? No, I, I will not go any further. <laughs> I will just say a lot of alt-middle fans came yeah. out. They love the pod. They love us. They love dreamers. They, they love dreamers. We're bringing America back together. That's okay, what we're good. doing on this podcast. Uh, what part of Texas was this? El Paso, Texas. Oh, did you walk over to Juarez while you were there? I did not. Uh, I I was afraid of if I could get back. I wasn't 100% sure. (laughs) But I was at this country club, the El Paso Country Club. Great time. Crazy country club. It is this golf, the the 18-hole golf course in Texas, but directly, when I say directly, I mean a block away from the border of New Mexico to the west and a block away from the border of Mexico to the south. So you can lose your ball and need a passport <laughs> to go pick it up in Mexico. It's still better than having to go to New Mexico. So <laughs> Easy, easy, easy. <laughs> All right. And I was just, I just say, I was just in Boston. You the were. Complete diametrically opposite of you. Yes. And it, it's like the... Uh, it's uh, like I a, don't know. There's a lot of alt middles in Boston. Well, you too. thought that, but I thought that going in. Because I used to go to Boston all the time because Randy, my wife's from there. Her family moved away. I haven't been there in years. Sure. Now it's changed a lot. I got those vegan restaurants left and right. Oh. I got soul cycles all over the place. I saw like a massive anti-ice rally. I, people are very, very liberal over there all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, we're all over the there place was ver- in this a lot country. of gluten-free stuff. I couldn't believe this was Boston. I was like, are you guys supposed to be racist pricks? You're right. <laughs> that is, well, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, should we move on? Yeah, let's move. Keep moving. Amazon, guys, you want to support the show? You can't come to, if you, first thing you got to do, come to, the, come to our live show. That's the best way to support this show, right? You come, you hang out with yes. us, you get to meet us. Blue shirt might be there. We don't know. We got to confirm. <laughs> Weber it. might be there. Weber, yeah. Weber always might be there. Yeah. I don't know if he's actually. My mom ever. is going to be there. Whoa. Jan Kaplan is going to be there for her birthday. Wow. I thought she's spending her birthday. So everyone come, bring her a birthday present. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So you want to hang out with Jane Kaplan. You want to <laughs> hang out with Michael Kaplan. You want to hang out with Turner Sparks. You got to come to the live pod. But if you can't do that, if you're in some other state, if you're all over, anywhere else in the world, go to Amazon.com. No, first, go to LostInAmericaPod.com. <laughs> yeah, click the Amazon banner. It'll take you back to your regular shopping on Amazon. But do it through us. We get a percentage. Everybody hits. That's it. And these listeners, I want to thank them, really, because they, Teddy Kaplan, a few weeks ago, I talked about the walkathon he was doing. Yes. And I asked listeners to donate. School. And guess what happened? We got a letter came home in the last days of school. He won. He he brought he raised the most money of any kid in the entire school. Really? So I want to thank the Lost in America listeners. Look at the power of the pod. And he got a Fitbit out of it, which is a kid's UNICEF <laughs> Fitbit, which is amazing because he keeps track of all his walking steps. And you get to see, like, you walk around. Like, all of a sudden, you're, like, walking, and you, you get to, you, 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 next thing you know, you're, like, in Guatemala, it tells you. Like, you're walking around the world, basically. Well, it's that's a, it's great. It's a very Lost in America Fitbit. I was going to say, that's the number. You should have got him this years ago because doesn't he always get lost? He does get lost. And now you might not be able to find him, but the government can. 
They can track him wherever he goes. And uh, yeah, I just I also want to say big scam. They said that you'd win a pizza party if you raised the most money. Uh oh. But that was for the class, and his class somehow they're saying didn't win the most money, just Uh he did. So the rest of his class is a bunch of freeloaders. Uh oh. Because of them, no pizza party. But Teddy got a Fitbit, so thank you, listeners. Last question: Should we get our listeners on this? Should we demand a pizza party for one for Teddy Kaplan? I mean, school year's over, but let's demand it to start. Yeah, first day of first grade, he will be. If he gets a pizza party, they'll think he's like a royalty or. And if he doesn't, let's. What's his teacher? Let's get her. Fired, or him? <laughs> I don't know the teacher. <laughs> <of first grade>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to Lost and Wreck. Ooh, we got a special one coming up. All right, let's play, get to Lost play and the Music. All right, we're back. Love the music. Love De'Aaron Roots. Kaplan, very special Lost in America today. We've been talking about it. I think we mentioned this on the pod a couple months ago. Our listeners have been clamoring for it. We've got tons of tweets, tons of social media messages coming in. They want to hear Cooking the Books with Gary Sparks. Yeah. So they want it. Cap, I don't know anything about accounting. About my own accounting. You don't know anything about your yeah, own accounting. I mean, we both we just did our taxes. It was a disaster. I owed money to the government somehow. I don't like that. Andrea Jones-Roy, our uh, frequent uh, third chair, as if you want to call her that, didn't even do her taxes. She forgot. Yeah, and yeah. then she found out that she didn't make enough money anyway, so it didn't matter. Wow. All of us are lost what in America. Pay? What is Nate Silver paying her over there? <laughs> Not <laughs> enough. <laughs> None of us know how to do taxes. Uh, but uh, all I know is all I want to do, I want to expense stuff. I want to write stuff off, as, as they said. That's the yeah, great sign for I episode. like to deduct everything. I don't know what it means. I just want to deduct it. So Gary I, want, Sparks, I don't want to have to go anywhere without deducting it. So exactly. he's going to help us, right? He's a CPA in America. I don't know if he wants us saying the Has name he, of He's never firm. been disbarred or anything. or have he? As far as I know, he's not been disbarred. His have never been audited. No, as far no. as I know, never been audited. <laughs> never been he's a 100% hit rate. <laughs> wow. All right, so let's get him on. He's the high he's a high priced Do uh, we have cooking the books music? We do have cooking the books. All right. Music. Can we play the cooking the books music? Or? Play the music. <laughs> are we About that music, Kaplan. Yeah, was that by DeMichael ba- Demarcus Blag- Bagley? Was <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Demarcus Bagley bringing in the great tunes for us, Kaplan. All right, should we get? We have Gary Sparks on the line What's now. What's going on, Mister Gar- Sparks? Dad, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Welcome yeah, to the hanging show. Hanging in here, you know. Is this your podcast debut? It is. I've not been on a podcast before. Wow. Exclusive. Um, All right. First question. We got some tax questions. Uh, because, you know, taxes are getting expensive these days. Yeah. I don't save yeah. any money. I don't know. Do you advise clients to put money aside for then the taxes they're going to have to pay in April? <laughs> are they supposed to plan for this? Yes, I do. <laughs> um, there are not many of them that do it, but uh, I advise them to do it. I do have one client who, in particular, puts half of his commission in a separate account, and at the end of the year, 
if he's got more money in that account than his taxes, he just has a little bonus and he goes out and gives it to his wife and she spends it. Wow, Tyler <laughs> Sparks uh, sp- <laughs> saving his money well. Yeah. Yes. I do the other way around. I intentionally don't save money up, so then I'm like, sorry, I can't buy you this, Randy, because i got to pay for the taxes. That's another strategy. <laughs> and then you got the rebate. I always hear about a tax rebate. I was very excited about that when it came refund, back to America. Yeah. They call it a refund. Yeah, you get a refund. I remember there used to be this commercial when I was a kid when the guy would get his refund and buy a guitar. <laughs> and that always seemed like a good money-saving strategy is to just get money. Yeah. So, Kaplan, you got That's your question key. first. We both have questions on how we're going to save money. This year, specifically, yeah. capital. Because I used first. to get money. I used to get that refund. That was I used to go on a shopping spree, and for the past few years, I've been paying taxes, and I don't want to pay taxes anymore. Nobody does. So I need to find some more things to deduct. So now that I'm a podcaster, professional, we make money, right? Yes. We're bringing it in. So I yeah. can deduct. <laughs> so I just got back from Europe was my first question. I was just in Spain, and when I'm in Spain, I'm always doing research. I can't enjoy myself. I'm on business. I'm doing research for this podcast. I want to feel lost. You're stressed out. I'm stressed out. I'm lost in Spain. I want to be, I'm an American. I got to think about differences. You're writing for the pod. I'm writing for the pod. So, although not very much uh, based <laughs> off of last week's episode. Well, we'll have to put, we can put some more in if we need to for the tax man. <laughs> so, my question is you, I can deduct 100% or 90% of that trip? <laughs> well, it, it depends on how much risk you want to take. <laughs> All right. I like to gamble. We're gamblers over here. You, you, have to, you have to really be there on business, and you have to be able to support the fact that the reason you traveled over there was specifically for business. So um, if you – and then to the extent that you can support that, um, then you can deduct what your travel expenses are there's a there's a new rule about deducting entertainment expenses. Oh, la, la. And those are just non-deductible. Oh, so if oh. you went to the <laughs> that's a bad new rule. Follies in Germany or wherever you were. Where were you in Spain? Right. I was in Spain, and I, if I if I said I went there for a wedding, I did. I I was lying. I went there for the podcast, and I just happened to stumble so into a wedding. I Kaplan, guess. Kaplan, what, what I think what we're saying, what you should have done is leading up to the trip, you should have been talking about it on the podcast. Like I say I'm going for pod research. Yeah, and I oh I just stumbled into a wedding. I didn't know these people. And then you could send the IRS our podcast, get a few new listeners, and save some money. Right, but but entertainment expenses. That's like um, when you take someone out for lunch or something, who's a client or something, or what does that mean, or a concert or? No, it's more it's more like taking your client to a soccer game or taking your client to uh, um, to play golf. Um, That's not American. Yeah, if so you can't inter- deduct golf. Inter- 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 or to American, a concert. I can't believe it. You know, taking your client out to lunch is a is a different deal. Uh, that's not entertainment. That's oh. really just a a business meal. If you a have lunch at a lunch. strip club, that's <laughs> entertainment. So, but one of the keys to this whole thing is is whether you have income to deduct these expenses against. <laughs> is that a dig at the pod? <laughs> no, it's just it's it's I. I I have no idea what you guys earn. You're always whining about uh, uh, people not using Amazon, even though I try to use Amazon as much as possible. Does that count as income, the Amazon? Yeah. <laughs> I, Dad, uh, let's, according to as far as Kaplan knows, we don't make enough. But as, between you and I, 
we're doing all right. Yeah, I, I, I'm kept okay. in the dark. <laughs> okay, well. so wait, but even in Trump's America, Trump has taken away the ability to go to a football game. Or a golf course? I can't believe he would do that. A golf course and, and deduct it against uh, Uncle Sam? Yes. Yes, he has. What? And uh, And the people that are really upset about this are the people that are on, say, 10-year contracts with the Kings to purchase their luxury suites oh yeah um and and those are are non-deductible wow. so um How, unless it, it unless we get future guidance that reverses the uh trump tax bill wow we could get guidance those are the real you know, losers you can always get i was gonna say is king this... season ticket holders <laughs> I thought you were going to say the people who – so is that supporting – not to get too political, but is that supporting Trump's base, like the, the people in uh, – like the – what are they called? The white working class who's uh, upset that rich people are getting to go to Kings games? <laughs> <laughs> Living it up. I can't believe Arco that the Arena. NBA would put up with this. The NFL and uh, hockey, I mean, they do whatever they have to. But uh, you think that they would yeah. push back. Well – um, I, I don't follow the politics all that much because, uh, you know, I didn't vote for Trump and I didn't vote for Hillary, Hillary Clinton, but I did vote. Who did you vote so, for? <laughs> Do you want to announce who well, you voted I voted for my grandson, Ben. Oh, Ben Sparks, <laughs> future president. I wrote his name in, and then I took a picture of it, which was legal because my ballot was – absentee so i could take a picture of my ballot if i went to the ballot box i couldn't take a picture one step ahead but i took Johnny a picture Watt. of the ballot <laughs> and i emailed it to ben and by the way i think he would he's eight so I, i'm pretty sure he would have done a better job um <laughs> but but i sent it to him and told him that uh now i was the first one that ever voted for him for president so when he really runs for president I've already voted for him once. There you go. That'd be a good little speech you could tell at the uh, so, Dad, convention. I have a question. But I digress from the tax advice. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. So, okay, so I have a question follow up. This will be the last question, and this might you might have just answered it, but I'm getting recruited pretty hard right now. I will say to join the Friars Club in New York City, the legendary, the private club for comedians and entertainers. Uh, Kaplan's boss, oh. Robert De Niro, is a member of the club. Yeah, he's I on the board. I saw he might that, keep you out. Yeah, De Niro's on the board. I saw that the current president of the club is uh, Larry King. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's like runs the – I've been really? there. there. He like, is the MC. And, yeah, so Larry King's got to pass me. But they're recruiting me to join. They want yay and I in. Um, but we have to pay. It's a, it's a, you have to pay to join. Now, we're trying to talk him down. We're trying to get as good of a rate can as we can. Can we get Larry King on the pod as part of the fee? No. Is this something I can deduct from my taxes? That's a club, right? Well, it's uh, so. The, so I have a question: Do you, you have to pay to bo- to be a member? Yes. And then, do you you also have to pay annual or monthly uh, dues? There's no dues. Or is it just? It's a flat. No dues. It's a flat rate. So, so the question is: Can you deduct the cost of the membership? Yes. <clears throat> one one more question, just to clarify. If you get out, can you sell the membership? I don't think so. Probably not. Yeah. Well, non-transferable. I believe. I think the answer is clear. You cannot deduct the cost <laughs> of the membership. Really? It's not a professional club or something? Come on! I would. Uh, we got to find a new account. We got to find a new account. You're not, <laughs> you're, not, you're not cooking the right books well, here. You're not giving us up. the answers Turn we want. Up. 
And you might think you're the first person that's ever told me that. <laughs> Tyler Sparks told but you, you too? Well, no. People just look for somebody that's going to give them the answer they want. Yeah. And then they say, you're you're the guy. You're my man. That's why I use the TurboTax. <laughs> I just use it. I... So if you, if you were to join Trump's golf course, golf club down in Florida, Thinking about you it. could not <laughs> deduct the cost of the membership wow. and in fact, you couldn't even deduct the, the monthly dues wow so it's now all non-deductible so why'd you ask about the dues i, I have that a, doesn't yeah. work either <laughs> well, what if, all right thanks dad you are quite welcome i'm uh, happy to help you really depressed <laughs> us both here but yeah what do, what no, do do? we are going to be shopping for a new accountant now I think you, we should come to him for foot doctor ideas, and we'll call my dad for tax ideas. That's a good idea. Reverse Wait, it. before we go, well, what, what's your ints, Dad? Because I know you're on ints. How do people find you on ints? I don't have a clue. I, I only <laughs> sent – did you did you get the – you got the ints that I sent you then, right? Yeah, I think you're at Gary Sparks, S-P-A-R-K-S. At Gary Sparks. Baby. Okay. Ents him questions is him, he'll love it <laughs> ask him tax questions for free <laughs> <laughs> all day every day cooking the books with gary sparks thank you very much dad we will uh, talk to you soon okay Thanks you guys a have a good day all right well that's gary thank you dad for being on the podcast kaplan did we learn anything I learned that I'm fucked. I yeah, think. it's depressing. I'm That's what we learned. I'm going to owe a lot of money or I'm going to have to steal money from the government. Either one. Or I'm we fu- need more people to give us money on Amazon. Or we need to get a shadier accountant. Or we need, just, we need a, sh- a little too yes. moral for my, my uh, too little ethical. For your liking? For my liking. We're going to find a, a shady accountant for next, next time we do that. Or okay. we need more sponsors. Speaking of sponsors, Ince is an app. Yeah. And Ince is an app. And you know what? We have a new sponsor. I think we can announce this. Who? Venmo. We have Venmo? <laughs> Venmo. Venmo is is uh, partnering with Ents to celebrate the launch of the Venmo debit card. Cha-ching, cha-ching! Cha-ching, cha-ching, and they've come to us. Wow! I heard, how do we get the word out there? About what, Venmo? About Venmo's debit card. What's the best way? I don't even know what you're talking about. You have the you the have Lost the in America podcast. No, you know, Venmo is, everyone knows who Venmo is. Yeah, right? yeah, we know Venmo. So now they have a de- they're releasing a debit card, which is where you can, like, when you have a Venmo balance, yes. do you use Venmo? Do you use Venmo? Yeah, so Venmo, for those outside of America, it's like PayPal. Yeah, it's like PayPal. But for millennials. It's for millennials. People who can't carry cash around. Okay. I'm not going to get into why you would need a debit card for Venmo. It sounds like a great idea. All right, so you need a Ven- <laughs> Yeah, I agree. You need a Venmo. So you need a debit people, card. What happens is people Venmo you, and then I always take the money and immediately transfer it to my bank. But it takes three days if you do that. No so one Venmo's likes that. come up with an idea where you could keep a Venmo debit card, and you can immediately have access to that money. Really? So if you want the card before anyone else, Ooh. and you want to go to an exclusive party that <laughs> we will be at. Whoa! I, well, you know what you need to do? A rooftop party. I have to add a rooftop party. Even better. With free drinks and free cupcakes. I won't say who they're from yet. But in New York City? Cup- in New York City. You know what you need to do? What? You need to go on Ents. Wait, when's the party? July 31st. I'm available. 2018. So go on Ents, E-N-S-E. Download that app. Ents.nyc is their website. Yes. And then you want to Ents a story about Venmo, an experience you've had with Venmo. Great. So just make something up if you don't have any experience. Hopefully you have something funny. <laughs> and then what happens? If you've you ever bought a jersey from somebody off the street or whatever. And then one. you get invited and to party with me, you and Ikram? Right. So you hashtag your, your ends, hashtag Venmo card. That's V-E-N-M-O card. And yeah, bam, they'll put you on the guest list. And you will see us there. You'll see Ikram. It'll be like a... Producer Randy Lee? You'll see producer, well, producer Celeste. We have a new producer? I, we have a new producer. She's been... Uh, 
Randy promoted. Lee's out. Randy's still in, but he's he's doing consultant duties. He's, he's still with the up. team. Yeah, he, like when they like fired the head coach, but he's still with the program. He's consulting. He's like a GM. He's got a big contract. They got it. To Randy okay, Lee. okay, but Randy Lee will be at the party. He'll be at the party. Yes. All your favorites: blue shirt, maybe. <laughs> Weber, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Jan Kaplan, maybe. Oh Gary Sparks God. is on Ents. Maybe he'll come in. That would be fantastic. July thirty first, guys. We're gonna be partying on a rooftop in New York City with Venmo with Ents, yeah, and we'll be Ensing from the party. We will be Ensing from the party. Roy Wood Jr. from the Daily Show will be there. Yeah. I've heard. So, uh, yeah, get on Ents and Venmo a story. All right, should we bring our guest in? Bring him in. Peter Wong, come on in. All right, we're back with our guest, Peter Wong. Peter, welcome to the show. Hey, hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Very excited to be here. Yeah. So, okay, I met you a few weeks ago and at the uh, Misfit Hive Comedy Club. Yes. That's the name of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found out, I think you told me pretty quickly. So this is our 4th of July episode. Oh, Very cool. exciting. Happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, yep. America. And who better to have on? Someone We want to learn all about your, your dream, a DACA dreamer, right? <laughs> who, who better have on than someone not American? <laughs> yes. yes. Someone it's amazing. So we were just trying to, uh, in the intro, we were trying to explain to our listeners what a DACA dreamer is, and we realized within like seven seconds, we don't, we have no idea. Okay. We just know the term, and then we know that like it happened, it got, it, uh, Obama at some point. Yes. And Obama, then Trump, Trump, and then that's all we know. Yes. We got the real, the, the, the bullet points, the high-end bullet points we understand. Yes. Okay. Do you want me to break it down for break you, basically? Our audience, 100%. Is, our audience is especially dumb. And go do it. Yeah, yeah, we have the dumbest dumb. on purpose. <laughs> surveys have shown this. We've some, some surveys of our audience. Wow. It's incredible. They don't even know it's how incredible. to take a survey. They don't know how to press the button on the survey. But. Real bunch of losers. <laughs> so, Listen to this show. So, so we know, but but talk to them. Yeah, exactly. Talk for the listener. For the listeners. What? So what? Your, let's go with your story, and you can tell us how it works into your story. Um, okay, so I came into the country when I was one. Uh, it was my parents took me in with a vacation visa, and with those, you're supposed to go back to your country within a certain amount of time. Where what, are you from? What country? Yeah, uh, I'm from Hong Kong. Yeah. Well, I was well, I was born was yeah. in a hospital in Hong Kong. Uh, my family uh, lives in Wenzhou, a little ooh shout region. out. Yeah. A lot of listeners in Winjo. <laughs> is this true? Uh, maybe. We don't know. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way that's true. Probably. Saying it. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people there, right? No. They have WeChat in Winjo. Oh, we're, okay. we're big. We're on WeChat. Big. There's WeChat everywhere. <laughs> 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 we're big wherever there's WeChat. Yeah. That's, that's our calling. You were huge then. Um, so your parents are from Winjo. They immigrated to Hong Kong at some point. Or immigrate. Uh, technically, the word, whatever. Uh, they're, they, That's I, a I controversial was, sentence. Just yeah, I was born in a hospital in Hong Kong, but uh, I think we lived at, in the in a village in Winzhou at the time. Better and eventually, hospitals. they made the decision to fly over to America and um, stay the visa. And since I was already born, I was one at the time. Then I was technically a Hong Kong citizen, also on a vacation visa that overstayed that visa when they decided to live. How in long does the vacation America. visa last for? Um, I want to say like sixty days, okay. give or take. Okay, so just to back up a little bit, your parents were living in Winzhou, Winzhou, and flew to Hong Kong to have you. Um, and so then, therefore, because I know people who've done that, Chinese people who've done that during the one-child policy, which is now gone or almost gone, but um, 
if you go to Hong Kong, that's not technically a Chinese kid, and so you can have more than one kid. Oh, and so I that's don't like think that's cool. why. Okay. Um, but as you we're talking about this, I realize how little I know about <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> how I was born. Yeesh. But I, it wasn't because of the one child thing, for sure. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I don't have all the details on why I'm in. I was born in Hong Kong. Do you have brothers and sisters? I do. Two brothers are born here. Ooh. Okay. So you're the okay. oldest. The one I child the policy doesn't apply once they get to America, I think. But that's so true. Can't enforce it that. doesn't follow you <laughs> wherever you go around the world. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Just checking. And so, okay, so then you're born in Hong Kong, and then when you're one, they fly to America. Did they have the intent to stay, or were they like, it's just a... Uh it was just one of those vacations where you just stay in Mexico. I, I was just in Boston, and I stayed an extra day. Because I was like, I don't feel like going home today. I'm just going to stay over. I know so many people who've come to China. They're like, I'm going to stay for two weeks. And then they just like party their ass up. And they're like, this place is great. I'm never leaving. <laughs> so I can see it happen. Yeah. Uh, not because of party reasons. <laughs> uh, that my parents the traffic. They don't want to. Uh, the flight back is a pain in the ass. I can see. Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yes. uh, 16 it hours. Day. What? Put it off another day. Put it off another day. Yeah. They, I, that was their intention, was yeah. to find a new life. And um, uh, I was part of that. And then basically, you overstay, you become uh, an illegal immigrant. Um, uh, for me, uh, so like Obama came into, uh, was elected when he was elected. And uh, part of his attack on like the immigration um, issue was uh, there were the people who came in before they could decide where they go, people like me. Like, I couldn't decide I wanted to go to America and overstay it. Because you're a little kid. Because I was a little kid. Uh, he's, he's kind of, like, sympathizing with that um, specific uh, circumstance. So uh, he brought out the Dreamer Act, and, uh, and DACA was part of that, which is deferred action, uh, for, I think, for the ch childhood of America. And uh, that, if you came while, before you were 16 years old, and um, you were studying in school during that time, then you are now eligible to work in the United States, and uh, also you can't be deported while you are under DACA. Okay. Um, back. I want to go back a little bit. So you come when you're one, your parents are – and how was, long was the visa? Maybe like six months or something? Or no, it's a tourist days, visa. 60 days. 60-day tourist visa. Yeah. So the Don't minute, quote me on the – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Either. Well, well something like Here that. Take our, our audience is not going to look it up. Okay. Um, and so then once you're over that – then you be, you're illegal. But then yes. you might as well, it's like, you're over, you might as well stay forever because you've already broken, the, you know, you've already missed the deadline. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no penalty, there's no bonus. In for, for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> 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 now, there so, is a, le there's a grace period oh, as well. Okay. Uh, well, there's a comedian, actually, who whose story is, he, he stayed in the grace period and got married during the grace period, I think. This guy's really we taking should, your act. We should act. have him on next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we got to get rid of him <laughs> if, if you want to go anywhere in your your career. So, um, okay, so then you stay, and then how do you, you're in New York? What what year What year is this, roughly, when your parents came? 1991. Oh, okay, 91. And with no intent, at that point, there is no DACA, there's no idea there might be DACA. Who's in, the, uh, you got Ray, uh, is it Ray, no, no, Bush won. Yeah, well, there wasn't an issue. Clinton, I think. Clinton, 92. Right, right. right? Well, this was just an issue that was adding over time. But what I'm saying is that that's like a ballsy move to move to another country and be like, we're going to stay and we'll just figure it out when we get, we'll take a Polaroid and well, see what were develops. They for work, were they? Uh, at the time, they found, uh, there was a, they knew some, uh, either friends or family who were working in um, sweatshops in Ooh. Queens. Wow. There were literally like little sweatshops, like fa factories uh, where you just kept pushing fabric through like sewing machines all day long. Um, and uh, the first week, 
Uh, this is crazy. Uh, they would work. So they work 12 hours a day. And uh, the first week, they would get paid $10 for the week. For the week? For the week. For the week, yeah. And then if you stayed long enough, the next week, you get 20 oh, And it kept double. going until you made $80 a week. For eight weeks, you're up to In 1992, yeah. America? And then, yeah. and then it stayed at 80 And it's that, that I think it like capped your, at 80 That was your... who? And that's all because they're taking advantage of them because they, they know they're illegal, and they're like, I can yeah. report you, get you out but of here. But it's $80 cash. So they're not paying tax on that. So look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Wait, so who who would run who's the asshole who ran this factory? Um I might know him. I Chinese things. people? Yeah. yeah oh Chinese really? Chinese people who ran the factories and yeah, uh, they were care of their own. Yeah. yeah. I think so it'll, like flushing or like in or This was back felt. then. This was near Corona. It was like uh, around Woodside in uh, Queens. Oh, that's where the comedy club is. Yeah. <laughs> Woodside, right? The Misfit Eyes. Yes. They yeah. might have been Maybe built. it was Craig Fox's dad <laughs> who ran the sweatshop. <laughs> so, oh wow. And then how do you get into you can go to school or like for yes, you? Yes, you can go to school without documentation. Um, as far as I've I've known, as long as I've known, public schooling, you do not need documentation, and you can go into all the way to college without documentation. You just sign up. Yeah, I mean, co- they just want college, college just doesn't live. care. But like I would if you assume... live somewhere, you can go to the like you have proof that you live somewhere, but you don't have to have proof that you're a citizen. Okay, school, but right? what about to like rent an apartment? I don't know. I just rented an apartment. I had to have like every like number, well, every you were shady looking, and you were trying to yes. live in where were you living? Oh my god! There's so many avenues without needing to go through the the, the actual paperwork as far as renting. Is it all through go. community Chinese people? You know, what I mean? it 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 was at the time, um, and uh, I don't know how how deep I want to go into detail. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, there was also there was. A way to, to rent, which that part's simple. It's just pay cash to someone who's willing to take cash. Okay. That's that's about it. Um, then uh, later on, we moved uh, eventually, and they were able to mortgage a place. Um, and then the specifics of that, I actually really don't know, but I'm certain it's something I probably shouldn't say. So how long, How long, like, what did your, what was your parents, how, how long did they work for this weird asshole sweatshop guy, and then, like, how do they move on? Uh, they worked there for pro- probably like f- until I was uh, seven or eight. And then wow. I guess they saw that there's no way this is like the end game. And so they started, um, they opened up, uh, they went, well, in between my dad would, like I think they they were no longer needed, my parents. And uh, they then my parents were like strapped for cash and looking for something. And my dad started selling like double A batteries in like the the train, um, and I think like fake watches and stuff, you know. Um, and that uh, obviously not making a lot of money off of that. And so um, uh, went to a flea market and saw that you could open up like your own booth and just sell stuff at the flea market. So started off with purchasing these, you know, those foam floor puzzle pieces that you can step on you ever see those they're yeah. like in daycares yeah. we started he started selling those uh and that went pretty well and then saw that there was more in the market of selling handbags like fake handbags you know gucci and stuff like that and so they started doing that um and, and did they ever know. talk about going back to hong kong like in the first few years when they're working at the sweatshop and they're like Life could be better in Hong Kong. I was pretty ignorant. You know I mean? uh, I, they left me to my own devices. No, I mean I your parents. Know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, you don't know. So I have about. no idea. Oh, I was I see. always I like see. in my video games or in my toys. They kept me pretty like sheltered from the stuff they were going through. Yeah. Um, I don't think though. I don't think their intention was ever 
to go back, at least not until they've finished the the empire of fortune they wanted to make here. That was the plan? Yeah, the life has to be here was the plan. Sweatshops, foam things, handbags, you can... And then it's the American dream. The next American step, work. keep going, keep going. I mean, yeah, yeah. So what, now their son's a comedian. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the whole time you're slaving away, they're working. They're like, my son's gonna uh, one day <laughs> to be no. playing at the Misfit Lounge. <laughs> Craig have, Fox also not paying. He's gonna be on a podcast one day. <laughs> <laughs> it's not paying. That's another part of the. I uh, like an extra hurdle for like the immigrant child, right? Your parents slaved away through the things, and they sure. wanted you to excel in school and have the better life, be a doctor or whatever. And then you're like. That's all great. I'm going to go do this ridiculous thing. Yeah. So then, okay, so then you go to school, and you go to uh, middle school and high school, and no one ever checks, or no one wants to yeah. know. I didn't find out I was in legal until I was 15. Really? Wow. Yeah. How- I, I tried to apply for a job at Dunkin' Donuts, and uh, they're Donuts. like... Tough security. <laughs> Tough security anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> you know Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. They crack down on all those uh, legals. Um, but they're like, okay, bring your working work permit, and you'll get the job. Right. And then I went home, and I asked my mom for a work permit, and she's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> About that. <laughs> yeah. It's probably also because of your age, because if you're a little older, you might could even, they probably wouldn't even ask for a work permit, right? Right, like but a, if you get 15, older. You know, I don't know. That's like a good question. They probably want to make sure, because your age or something, I don't know. Well, yeah. my mom couldn't a, produce it. Right. And then I was, uh, I was pretty like, like, what the hell? <laughs> And oh, we're gonna have this talk. How did she day. tell you? <laughs> she just told. She just told me slowly at that point that I uh, we came in and I don't have that. And I already knew what that was because in high school I uh, I mean I was pretty Americanized. So I was uh, there was this kid named Alejandro um, in my school and he was Mexican and everyone would all make illegal Mexican immigrant jokes to him, and I joined in. (laughs) 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 Plausible deniability. (laughs) (laughs) You got to shift the spotlight. Before you knew? He was an American citizen. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just his name was Alejandro. Exactly. So we're like, you smuggler, whatever. Uh, And so I already knew what that was, and then my mom um, told me that I was that thing all along. And that was, uh, so it was levels of embarrassment and then devastation. Wow. And then when did DACA come? So that's when you were 15. Yeah. And then when did Obama come along and say it's all good? 2008 was Obama. You were like 16. Or no, 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 maybe a little older. Right, and then even then, the DACA doesn't come in until I am probably 20... 20 or 21, maybe even a little later than that, like 22 or 23. Yeah, but it wasn't even, you said you're all good. It was just sort of like a temporary. What was, well, yeah, you can tell us more about it. So what was it? Uh, It's a temporary, it's, yeah. Yes. Um, You apply for it, uh, uh, qualifications, under 16, and you were studying in school. Um, Then you can apply for it. If approved, uh, you have to renew every two years. It expires every two years. Um, and if approved, you can work in the United States. It's as if it's a social security number, um, and you get to—you can't be deported if if you, you know you were to be deported. You also have to be pretty well behaved, I think. You can't like start committing like felonies uh, or anything like that, or else uh, then you will. You Is might that what lose. What keeps stuff you from going on a on a crime spree? On a yeah, <laughs> on a. Cra- <laughs> <laughs> so is it like a green card? It's not like it. you can't leave the country with it, or it's not valid for re-entry to U.S. That says it on there. Wait, you cannot 
If you're a DACA member, you cannot leave America and come back? That is, um, that is correct. You, you can leave America, but you can't come back. But that's always been, like, I knew someone in high school who was, like, an au pair who did the same. They just, like, she's, like, just extend her visa and just, like, I'm not coming back. Like, I'm just going to stay here forever. Yes. Until I, she's, like, when I leave America, then I'll never come back to America because I'll never let me back in, but I'm just going to stay here for. Wow. Yeah, that ha- I, happens a lot. I'm yeah. looking at this. It says right on it, not valid for reentry to the United States. Yeah. Uh, do you That's use crazy. this at bars when you like the cardio or? Oh no, I have a driver's license. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's a, a good <laughs> way to like. Uh, <laughs> it's also a good pickup line. Yeah, that's better. Uh, you know, I'm not supposed to be here. Bar, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, this is like rebel. Yeah. Especially if you meet some like Republican. I'm going to try that. <laughs> the ultimate bad boy. Yeah, you're real bad boy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate move. illegal uh, crime committer, I guess. Yeah, it's birthday on it and everything. Wow. It'd be cool if kids then start getting fake doc cards for their uh, <laughs> 21 kids. <laughs> like, look, the hologram's real. That's from another state. Though. Does that work as a valid ident- identification for, like, bars and stuff? Um, I have never tried it. I have a driver's I mean, it's license. Real. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> it must, valid, right? But it should. It should be I did fine. go somewhere where they wouldn't. I, everyone saw, like, they won't accept passports. Have you ever had that? They're like, we don't accept passports. Well, just because they've like, never seen one before. Because they don't know how to read them. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, might work yeah. the same with the DACA thing. <laughs> yeah. So then, okay, so then you're in. I, I feel like in New York they give you a free drink if you had a DACA card. I, no, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll try that then, <laughs> yeah. right? I think oh. a lot of girls would be into it. Yeah, yeah. The first uh, the first place that I got, I got like a check, like the, a first legal check um, was uh, I did like a, a Shakespeare play. And they gave like a two hundred dollars stipend for it, and then they that guy took down the info, and um, I, I think I passed it to him. And this, this is a new card. It was like DACA just came out, and uh, I don't think he knew exactly what it was. But I also I think he also didn't want to look like he didn't know. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, all right, and then <laughs> just, like, put everything down. So, so it's been nothing, no problem. Th- when yeah, it came out, wait, uh, when it came out, was it what year was that? Do you know, or what year did you apply? I, I think. Based once it came out, I applied, and that's around 2011. I feel like that's one of those things that if it would have come out, I would have been like, "I'll do it next week. Yeah. I'll do it," and then just never do well, it. Before oh. Trump, I feel like nobody was paying attention. Like it came out, it was an issue because com- immigration was an issue for years. They couldn't get a bill, and the DACA thing became. For, yeah, guys like me was a oh we were well, on I'm it. Ta- I'm talking about to, to regular to like if people. Like, Kaplan and I were like, had no idea the term DACA. Probably we were talking yeah. about how we didn't really hear much about it till like the past year. Right. Yeah. When Trump's like we're getting rid of those people and we're like wait what who yeah, like, yeah. I never you know about that as an issue. But for yeah. you, <laughs> this is like the biggest was this the biggest moment in it changed everything right. Yes. So what did you think you were, what was in your head before that you're like I could get kicked out at any moment or what it was scary. Um. I think so. At the time, I I I started pursuing comedy at seventeen, uh, and uh, part of part of trying comedy was like if I do, am I, if I'm really good at it, most clubs just pay in cash. They don't really work worry about the whole like legalese uh, wow. stuff. Um, but I quit after a year because it was so hard comedy, yeah. and then I just went back to school. I was like, I'm gonna try to do computer science, and maybe this whole like uh, immigration stuff will work out by then. And then I went back, and like after one more semester of like computer science, I'm like, oh, I'm never, I'm never doing like a regular nine to five job as my life. So I went into like acting and stuff, and then um, with acting, I was like that too. I guess it's like kind of uh, you know in the middle middle of like cash and you know, actual payments. And then DACA came out, and then I was like, oh, I don't have to worry about that anymore. I can just pursue what I want to get paid for it. Um, and then, so, uh, I get, then got back into comedy. and uh, So it's, like, always been in your head. Comedy? No, no, like, this, the, like, the... Well, since you found out about the it. The idea, yes, yeah, yeah. the, the idea that you're planning in the sense that I might 
like you're strategically planning because you're not a, you were not a legal citizen. Or yes, yes, to an extent, it does. Like, yeah, for the most part, I don't think about it because yeah. it doesn't really affect my my life. I guess you just can't travel. travel. Yes, you can't leave the country ever. That would be the biggest thing. Right. And most people don't do that anyway. Yeah. Well, you have an excuse. Most people have an excuse. <laughs> yes. Like you're like uh, people are like, why are you going to Florida? It's so lame. You're like, I have a real reason. This is where I'm going. <laughs> well, my cousin had his bachelor party in Canada, and I can't, yeah, I couldn't go to. <laughs> I was actually relieved. So I was well, how is he? What's what's his deal? Uh, he came uh, all legal. Everything was good for him. Thank some God. people, some people in China do get the legit green card show off. To come yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you still have family back in China, or is everyone very few? Yeah. Um, people that I don't. You know, I came when right. I was one, so... Right. That's why the whole issue is so, like, if they, like, deported you to... Tr- it's yeah, it's like, like where do you go? You're not it's even like, from there, really. Yeah. I mean, you're from there, but You're not. actually making it worse, because now I'm knowing you, and you have connections in China, right. so right. maybe... he would do better in China. <laughs> 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 he could be deported. Like, yeah. <laughs> Call no, me if it ever if switch, it happens. Switch, I can help IDs you out. and they'll send you <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking about this. Uh, I met... Um, uh, so I met you last week. Oh, yeah. And your partner... Oh, Gus Tate. Gus Tate, the week before. And I'm literally asking Gus about how China is <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and how the scene is and how the how the society and is. And for our listeners, Gus is the only person whiter than Turner. He really is the <laughs> only guy whiter than me. I will uh here's here's what I will tell you, but this here's what was confusing for me coming like so when you're in Shanghai or especially Hong Kong, but also Shanghai's great and Suzhou where I was living was great. A lot of these cities are like really nice, nice places now mm-hmm. and nice places to live and everything's clean and kind of taken care of and functioning great and everything, you know, probably not the way it was 25 years ago. Um, and then you come to certain parts of New York, like, like Queens, I don't, there's parts, parts of Queens where I'm like, Shanghai's way better than this. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like I would, if I was moving, I would move here and be like, Oh, I'm just going to go back. I think I don't right. know. Like, currently. Yeah. But not, I'm sure that's adjusted a lot. I moved to China in 2004 and even there was a massive difference in that 12 years I was there. Like the, the society, Boomed and changed and all that. Right, we have it lots was of Dunkin Donuts exponential. Companies. The way China and they have grew. Dunkin Donuts even in my neighborhood. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, all right, you could go and get a job. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I look at Queens and Queens is my heart. I love Queens so. so yeah, no much. offense. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I, I live in fake Queens, so it's fine. I live in my heart is a oh. uh, uh, Suzhou Industrial Park. So, <laughs> <laughs> so still, like that's you such still a live in Queens. I still yeah. Queens, I love all. It's the attitude of it and the the, the diversity and. So know. here's what you might have heard this before, but what it reminds me of, and Sunset Park as well, it reminds me more of China when I first got there than Queens. China now. Really? If I was to, if you were to have to pick one, in the sense that like the design, I'm not saying like like the people. I just like, mean like mean. the design of like the buildings and everything, huh. and like the malls. You know those malls with the food courts and everything. Are you talking about Flushing? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm talking specifically about Flushing. Okay, yeah, that's a big difference. Okay, so you're saying Flushing is a lot like China back in the day than it is... China like 20 years ago as opposed to China now, but that makes sense because I would think that a lot of people maybe came a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know 100%. You would know better than I do. Yeah, well, out of all... Out of Queens, uh, my least favorite part is Flushing. Okay. So I would hate to be (laughs) there. Oh, that's what I mean. (laughs) Sorry, when I say Queens, I meant specifically Flushing. Right, right, right. Yeah, but you know when you walk into those, like, the food court mall things? Yeah. That's where I'm like, dude, this feel, it either feels like China, it feels like Suzhou 20 years ago, or it feels like if you go middle of China, like inland to like the uh, less developed cities, I guess. Yeah. You know? 
Oh yeah, I, I I do like the food courts. That's all I can. I, <laughs> the food's good. The food, the food's amazing. I'm saying, the but this design you the walk design in, you're like, is wow, like, this is crazy. I'm in like I don't know where Wuhan or something. Yeah, that's interesting. Is it really actually. a good and design for sense. a food court though? I mean, I don't yeah, I don't know. <laughs> don't some of them have like carousels and stuff in yeah, the middle of them? <laughs> Mall of America. Malls, yeah. yeah. Okay, so now, so then that lasts a few years, and then Trump comes in, and then now where are we at with everything? It's like unknown, right? Yeah. Um, I don't, so, that, I mean, I was never into politics, you know, and then uh, Trump stuff was happening, and uh, all, I know, all I knew was what he was saying was, I want to do this to the immigrants, to DACA. And so immediately I'm like, oh, I, I, of course I don't want that guy. Well, what did he want to do to DACA? Uh, he, he wanted saying? to get rid of DACA. Um, well, he was like, you can go out and then come back in. So that was his whole stupid idea. He's like, everyone can leave and then we'll come back in. We'll do a system. Or... Okay. He said? he said that at some point when he was like babbling about it. Oh, like, he's man. like, the good people will let them back in. But he says a different thing like every day. Right, but it's like right? there's millions of people and you can't just let Yes. <laughs> so... uh, but the thing is like when you're as like uninformed as I am, right, with politics, then you when something is said at face value, you, you're you always like worried there's something beneath the, the waters that you're just not uh, informed about. Sure. Um, and I think with specific, specifically with DACA, uh, I think he wanted to get rid of it because what Obama did was he put a Band-Aid solution on, on the issue. It doesn't fix uh, the fact that these are immigrants uh, here. They don't, you, DACA doesn't make us a permanent uh, resident or citizen or anything. We can't leave the country because we can't come back in. So it's almost like, oh, now we're in this purgatory. So I think what Trump wanted to do was, at the very least, make a defined uh, uh, way, you know, uh, one side of the fence or the other. Um, and of course, I like where I am now. Then, if the possibility is, hey, everyone who has DACA, get the hell out of here, then you know that's that. On the flip side of the coin, if if he, so he he came in and uh, he repealed DACA, so so got rid of that, and uh, basically it was officially gone if Congress didn't come up with a solution to replace it. Congress has yet to come up with a solution to replace it. So when he said he repealed it, there was a mad rush for like everyone who had DACA to reapply because all that meant we had a time limit. Two years, or yeah. yep, get that get that last two years in. And it's been so long that people who weren't eligible to apply like one year in, now they're eligible to apply and get another two years. So now I'm I was kind of good, and now I'm like getting close to it expiring. Uh, so I, once it hits that renewal period again, I have to apply just just to be safe. Just, yeah, you know. And how long does the application take from you well, sending in to get back? Application's pretty quick. It's uh, it's uh, like thirty, uh, like less fifteen to thirty days. Oh, okay. And so basically, you're just everyone's just living off the fact that they haven't made a decision yet, so it's not totally gone. Yes. But the thing is, in you volunteer in the beginning, you volunteered your information. Like they didn't even. Yeah, it's like, really like everybody like, come bullshit. sign up. You'll be safe. And right. they're like, ha ha, we got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now we have your information. We can yeah. Get. Granted, I think uh, the trade off is the past seven years that I've benefited off off DACA. Right, right. Like, you know. I don't. I don't believe that the 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 goal was to take all the immigrants' information and then you know no, it just, catch them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no one could have predicted. It's a problem with two coming. parties. This is why we need one party. <laughs> you have a straight ahead position, but it is true that two different. If you have two different parties that are pretty opposite well, of each other, if you have like an insane person on the horizon that you yeah, then it's it, like one nobody... one Obama can't make promises for what's going to happen next after he's gone. Yes. Right? Yes. Clearly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so now would be the probably the tensest time, uh, as we're trying to figure out like what's what's going to happen, and Congress still hasn't come up with uh, the solution. And well, if I know anything about Congress, I know they're hard at work on it. 
<laughs> Especially this Fourth of July week. <laughs> Don't not worry. Go to and sleep. Cool. And Easy. what about your parents? What are they? How, what's their? Uh, oh, should we not talk about that? Yeah, I don't know. They're 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 living. They're working. Uh, they're still. Um, although I think there's there, uh, my brother uh, is speaking. We have a lot of immigration lawyers that we're talking to, and there's they're currently in a in, in some sort of process to such that they will they might get uh, their green cards before I do. They might be <coughs> like just fine before I am. So uh, and if that's the case, I'm actually I'm okay with with that. Um, I would really like to not go to China. If I do get sent to China, I'll probably like. It's not that bad. China, <laughs> but I mean, for you, you've never. Little... It's not not your home. Yeah, you go to China, right. meet an American girl there, marry her. Boom! You, you come back. straight back. You can be back in six months. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's the way to do it. <laughs> that's actually a billion. That's genius. And there's a lot. I will tell you that. There's especially in Hong Kong. There's people from all over the world there. Mm-hmm. But uh, wh- sorry, Winjo. Is that where your family's from? Winjo. Yeah. yeah. Don't go there. There's no. Uh, I don't. Not there's a lot, a lot of. of I don't have to hit the touristy <laughs> spots, right? The tour- maybe in Winjo. I'm not. Maybe. Yeah. 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 You got to go Shanghai, Beijing. Hong Kong, you'll be good. Shenzhen, okay. yeah. sounds good. <laughs> We're giving you You're advice. Good. <laughs> yeah, let's start. You can this. set up a program actually for people. I mean, <laughs> well, we'll get. I can guarantee you'll get back in six months. Yeah. 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 This is well, deportation that's... package. I really appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. Yeah, that's very thoughtful. <laughs> so what? Okay. So how's how's comedy going? And, uh, and acting, I guess you're acting as well. Uh, when I graduated, I graduated with a BFA at Adelphi um, for acting. Wow. And, uh, yeah. And then uh, auditions were very, very few and far between. So I was like, why don't I give comedy a try again? Um, and I'd say this year has been the best uh, out of the past three, you know, uh, comedy-wise. Uh, I got a sketch uh, that got on Tosh.0. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that got me a little bit of like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm probably on the right road here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my co- I'm getting better at comedy and getting up more, and so yeah, like, you're funny. I saw you when we were hanging out at the Misfit Hive. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. Didn't thank Craig you. Fox go to Adelphi University? He did. That's how we uh, take care of his own. Huh? That is the fast yeah. track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to get up on uh, Misfit, you know, go to the same college as Craig. But yeah, I think uh, like uh, I think a, a lot of. Uh, uh, what you have a picture of in your head as an illegal immigrant, uh, and this, and I'm guilty of this too, was like a Mexican guy that just didn't speak English. And right. He's like, well, here, the whole, you know, like that. Um, and uh, I would say, since like DACA has really changed, uh, you know, that uh, pers- perspective. You know, I didn't realize there were that many people like me either. I work at Apple at the Apple Store in Queen Center, and there's a lot of DACA uh, coworkers. Um, social club. How many people yeah, are there? A little bit. <laughs> Doc get. I'm told there's like eight in my store. But I mean, how many in the U.S.? In the U.S., there's like I think in the twelve million or something. Or no, twelve million. Oh, no, 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 that's oh, that, never mind. That's yeah, that's <laughs> not kind. Of, that's that kind of everybody. Kevin <laughs> watched uh, England soccer earlier today. He's had a couple of cocktails. <laughs> I've had a couple cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you throw numbers at me, I, I get screwed off. Uh, but, but they're not going to deport. It's a lot. It's a big number. I've heard the number. It's less than twelve million. But it's millions. No, I don't know. Don't don't quote me. It's hundreds <laughs> it's a lot. or more. <laughs> well, I don't think Trump even understood. Like he he probably when you say like they picture some Mexican guy, he's that's all he thought of. He's like, yeah. oh, there's people from other countries. He probably had no concept. You know, mm-hmm. totally. I remember when the um uh what's the 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 do you know like I don't know if you know like Chinese like mainland Chinese families a lot of times will come here. There's this thing in L.A. where you can co- you can go to L.A. and have your baby in L.A. And then while you're on like a tourist vacation, but then the kid becomes a citizen, a U.S. citizen, yeah, yeah, right. and then they get you 
back in, and uh, somebody was trying to like clamp down on that, and then they're like, "Oh, we can't. Like, this is we got to let Mexicans in." And they were like, "Oh no, it's like it's Chinese people." Right, I don't know. right, right. Like the thought is always, for some reason in America, anything immigration, it's always Mexican. That's yes. why your brother had it. They, That's the first thought. They had their baby in Costa Rica for that reason, right? So yeah, my my brother's <laughs> son is a Costa Rican citizen. <laughs> but there's, it's actually, it's a, I mean, there's, it's a lot of Chinese people. Yeah, we have people from all over the world, obviously. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of Irish too. Oh yeah, like that one guy. Yeah, the one guy. Well, whatever his name guy. is. Well, you can run for president then, and you can fix the whole system if you're born in America. So it's, it's true. Can you run for president as DACA? Like he wasn't born in America. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> America, I can't nationalized. vote. So that's right. that was tough for DACA people who didn't want Trump right. elected. Is we, we just, it's up to the will of the Didn't you even say, people. but your brothers are citizens because they were born here, right? My brothers are both citizens. So yes. by okay. being born in Hong Kong, though, how does that, your citizen, well, because now Hong Kong's part of China. You'd be a citizen time. of Hong Kong. Right. Are you? Is that? I am a citizen of Hong Kong. Okay. Yeah. So that's where you would go if you went back. Yes. Not Got Winho. It. Winho's out. Winjo? Winjo. So them too. I guess that kind of would be out because Hong Kong and China are different. Uh, this is now we're getting. You know cool. better than I do. Yeah, <laughs> Isn't that the crazy thing. Yeah, but Hong Kong's great. Uh, hopefully, you don't have to go. <laughs> All right, should we move on? Should we get to the news? Uh, yeah, we'll have to follow, pay attention to the news more closely now. I know, and we might have to do another one when we come up with when everyone's like, "Why didn't you ask this? Why didn't you ask this?" We'll come up with more questions later on. Okay. All right, so let's get to the news. All right, play the music. Play the music. Back with the news. First news story of the week, Kaplan. This comes to us from the New York Post. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. Yeah. Dogs are turning to weed to cope with fireworks, says the New York Post. We brought them out. Oh, this is from a <laughs> we we bought them. We bought them out of desperation, really. What? I don't know what that means. This is the New York Post writing. Got it. Yeah, the New York Post is the worst. <laughs> you sure you didn't like copy it wrong? <laughs> Oh, that no, the likely. New York Post has the, they do all like puns and everything in oh, their writing. Okay. And so then when you're trying to read it as like straight, it doesn't read straight. It reads as like a blog post. Oh, yeesh. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And so it's like all tried to be clever and like punny and everything. Yeah. So this is a quote actually from a Bushwick resident named Vlad. He only give his first name. That's, that's the great journalism of the well, New York Post. dog weed is not really, I don't know if that's legal yet. They don't get last names. <laughs> Why would you need the last name? They don't want to get busted. So Vlad and his girlfriend ordered the ordered chicken flavored uh, weed treats, which contain a calming, non psychoactive hemp extract from Bark Shop. Shout out! Shout out! New sponsor, Bark Shop. You can get your dog weed treats there. Ooh! And began feeding to their they began feeding to their dog Stella in preparation for the fireworks. Already, they've noticed a huge difference in Stella. Wait, they didn't wait. Like, I mean. They could have done it just at the fireworks or testing it yeah, out. Yeah, how have they noticed the difference? The fireworks haven't even started yet. <laughs> I mean, this is this story hits close to home for me. You came to my apartment last year, Fourth of July. I did. I live in Long Island City. We're right where they do the fireworks. Yeah. Like literally right outside my window, and I got a dog, a little ten pound ten pound dog, pancakes. Shout out. And that's like <laughs> her, listener. like she. It's like she's in Syria or something during the, the fireworks. Is like the worst day for like possible for life. So should we give? Um, we should, and, should, and she should get some pot. As I'm trying to give say. pancakes some pot because oh, she. Man. It's like 
It's so sad. You want to enjoy your fireworks. You're mm. trying to be a good American. And the and dog is all barking. You're trying to be a good American. <laughs> and, it's like, and, they're, and they're mean about it. Like, they're like, literally, they're like, the dog's hiding. And there's like a, always a break. People don't notice this. Maybe they do it for the commercial. I don't know. There's like a, there's like a 30 second minute break. She comes out of hiding and then it's like, boom. It's like the Battle of the Bulge. Like, <laughs> get her stone. <laughs> so I got to get her stone this year. Well, Vlad in Queens has already noticed, a hu- or Bushwick has already noticed a huge difference. Instead of cowering in the tub, Stella can be found hanging out around her family, sometimes rolled over on her back, even with her tail wagging. Okay. But the other key part of that is because the fireworks haven't started yet. Right. That's the thing. They have, well, have they done it where they've like tested it out with loud noises while she's stoned? Like I'm not. They... Sh- <laughs> no, they, I think they just gave her pot. Because there's like fireworks going on. Like people have these rogue fireworks going like a couple days beforehand. Right. Like, or like you could just do loud noises. It's not just 4th of July. Yeah. So I mean. Do they mention the ethnicity of Vlad in the article? I'm going to go with Serbian. Do you think he's a DACA? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Where are you going to give his last it name? It sounds so white. To get weed for your dog. Oh, Vlad, I would go Eastern European. Uh, Eastern Europeans are whites. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's a version of white. Oh it's man, f- there's this like this what? love of dogs that I can't get into. Is Wait, Chinese like people, it? you don't think you would give? Uh, right. Your community would not give uh, you weed would let the to dog a dog. God. Yeah, whatever. I we had a dog and he was depressed, um, and we gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's the solution. I mean, yeah. we, Why? Don't have, we don't love our animals. Oh, I see. Why was he depressed? Because uh, we didn't play with it enough. Husky. It was a husky. <laughs> Huskies are so intelligent, and you have to be like there, like active with it and all the time. Well, needy. These intelligent Very dogs. needy. needy so instead of playing with it more, you just gave it away? You can only play with it so much before you're like, oh my God, I have my own life to well, deal with. Just give it to a white family? If he knew he was smart enough, he would have like not been so needy. Yeah. To get there we away. go. Yeah, there, yeah. You could also yeah. do dog walk. My wife, yeah, does. Uh, she walks people's dogs. Is there a firework walking thing where you can walk the dogs away from the fireworks? That's a good idea. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, last year I got this, like, drug some from the vet for the dogs. And it was very stressful because it was, like, a tube. And they were, like, very much, like, it was, like, a you give, like, a sh- like a shooter in, a oh. in, in their mouth. But it was, like, they had lots of, po- for some reason they gave us, like, ten portions. And they're, like, don't give more than one because they could be hospitalized if you give too much. <laughs> so I was really stressed out about it. And then they were like, it expires for two weeks. So I was like, I want to get my money's worth because it's expensive. Because I'm a white person. I spent $40 on this. <laughs> there and you so go. then I'm like rooting for <laughs> thunderstorms. I'm like, oh, I heard thunder. Give her some drugs. <laughs> oh, this rogue fireworks. Give her some more. So, you know, that's, but, you know, that's, the, 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 they're very patriotic, these dogs. They're- Next news story. <laughs> this comes to us from the Huffington Post. Developers pull the plug on racist video game that is titled Dirty Chinese Restaurant. I can't see how that could be racist. (laughs) I I can't even imagine. Bad branding. The company is called (laughs) Big O Tree Games, which apparently is a play on the words bigotry. (laughs) So they're literally just big O, big dash O dash tree. Is this true? This is true. It's from the Huffington Post. It's got to be true. It's from the internet. The internet's always true. Okay. The game is centered on one character named Wong Fu. The developers said that the players would score points by evading taxes and immigration officials and by saving food costs via dumpster diving or, cha- <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> chasing after dogs and cats with a cleaver. This is the most, and the, yeah, how could this possibly be a racist game? But the best part is you have to read the statement from the company. They're, first of all, they're shocked and they're appalled <laughs> and they're also like, we would like to make a sincere and formal apology to the Chinese community and wish to assure them that this game was not created with the intentional interest of inflicting harm or malice against Chinese culture. Good statement. We asked, <laughs> and this this is my favorite part. We asked that the press we asked the press to please respect our privacy oh, at this time as we begin the task of removing all of our content. That's amazing. 
That's so, amazing that they ha- they even had um, damage control on something like this. And then I like that they asked to respect their privacy. Like this is what like couples, like celebrity couples, do when they're getting divorced. Right. They're, they're like, like, can you just respect our privacy? <laughs> but this is you created a racist video game. Yeah. yeah. And you're saying don't like. Don't at me, basically, right? And That's like, crazy. we're so sensitive these days with political correctness, and then they come. This is like actually something like, oh my god, this you is know, horrible. <laughs> I'll, my 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 uh, alarms are going off just a little bit. Like I'm smelling some flags with the story, you know, just like you, calling you think, it big old tree. Just you think seems they were doing weird. this to get? Publicity? You think this is fake? This uh, this sounds fake. Or what if they were doing this to get some? P- 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 they wanted to get their names in the paper. Maybe. Maybe. Although I do, I do. There are races. <laughs> I used to play Warcraft 3 and they would make custom maps and uh, that means like you could that means users made little games inside Warcraft that you could play. Okay. And uh, one of them was incredibly racist. It was called Kill the N. Whoa. Yeah. And then uh, Was it created by George Lambropopoulos <laughs> who created this game? George Lambropopoulos, the developer of the game told the Huffington Post last month that the game was mainly satire and comedy. Influenced by, this is my least favorite, by classic politically incorrect so, shows such as South Park, All in the Family, Family Guy, Simpsons, and Chappelle's show. I don't know how this has anything to do. Well, it's comedy. It's not comedy. But, but to your point, you're saying that the political, I think, I said this before in the podcast, but I used to be one of these like anti-political correct, like in the pre-Trump era. Well, I mean, I still am normally, but this is like, but this is far. <laughs> this is culturally appropriating my ability to be against politically oh, incorrectness because this is just racism and then it's calling itself, oh, we're anti-politically incorrect. Right. There is a middle ground. You can be against politically incorrect but not be racist. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, a little light racism is allowed, I think. In video games, <laughs> yeah. in video games it's all in good fun, but but it's got to be it's got to be funny. These people have taken like, it way too far. Uh, yeah, I've, uh, I mean, are they going to do like a... Yeah. What's yeah. the next game? The sequel? Yeah, any other racist ideas? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start spitballing racist titles. <laughs> yeah, Is that what we should do? Yeah. <laughs> spitballing. I mean, I don't know. Trump's gonna... Last news story of the week. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. To, to like, I'm, see what you got. I'm going to let you go first with that when I say so spitball this... racist ideas. You go first. I'll go second. See where you go. Dirty Chinese restaurant was not popular in Queens. Is that what you're telling us? You, you apparently have not heard of this. <laughs> Last news story of the week. Tourists. Oh, this is local news, Kaplan. Okay. How local? Well, I think you were at the scene of this considering you sent me the news story. (laughs) Tourists on duck boat tour in Boston spot body floating in a river. Yes. So, yeah, I was in Boston. I mentioned (laughs) earlier in the podcast. And have you ever done a duck tour in any of these cities? Was this a live body? Because this shouldn't be news if it was. It was a dead body, yeah. Oh, okay. It doesn't. It doesn't. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) No, it wasn't someone swimming. It wasn't like a guy who was. So if you ever done a duck tour, it's like it's like a I did it in Montreal, uh, which is like where you're in like um it's like a bus that looks like a duck almost, and then you get into the water. And I promised my son, I'm like it's like a transformer, it turns into a boat. It's a bus that turns into a boat. Right, and he yeah. got a very disappointed because it just like wasn't like he expected it to turn into like a giant like transformer. Oh. I, I would imagine it turned to a du- like, like some kind of a duck thing. Yeah, but it just sort of floats. It's just a bus that f- they move the wheels up and it floats. It's pretty nice. Lame. Okay, and it's a big ripoff. But we were gonna do it because the kids wanted to do it, and we're waiting in line. And all of a sudden, this buzz starts circulating, and everyone's like on their phones, and like, what's going on? And it's like there was a body found oh. in the river, and then it's like you could see it out the window. Well, not because we were in the line, and it was like the the boats were like the boat the boat before us basically saw it. Wow. <laughs> like there. So then I, I was like about I was like, ah, I don't know if we should do this kids. Like what how do you handle this with kids? What do you what do you do if you see a if you see a body? 
I would say you skip the tour. <laughs> ask for your money back. Well, you tell them what that's a person that died, and then you tell them. I think so. You but speaking them. as a non-father, non-father. Yeah, but I am skeptical. I think this story is fake too. You think this is fake? Wow. Too? This is real news. This is from, uh, Wait, you were there though, right? I was there. Yeah. Yeah. People. Were, uh, <laughs> I, said it. <laughs> I did actually see the body though. So what did you tell your kids? I just told them the tour was sold out. I said, kids, tour sold out. Oh, Let's go to the aquarium. They canceled the tour because of the dead body. They didn't. They didn't cancel. No, the, the show must go on. I this didn't is Boston. Go on the water and yeah. see like, the bodies coming out because you know we live on the water in Long Island City, and sometimes you'll see a lot of hubbub. You, you live on the East River. We live on the East River, and there was That's the home of dead bodies. There was a time bodies. when uh, Randy, my wife, saw like some uh, cops and stuff outside, and she's like, "Oh, what's going on?" And takes the binoculars out, and they were fishing a body out. Wow. So like we've never they don't tell you this in parenting class. There's no like what to do when you see a dead body. I mean, you how do you explain that? Death is a part of life. Yeah. Is, that, is that what your that's your advice? Two you missed out on two parenting experiences. Exactly. That would have explained a lot. All right. Do your, do your kids know that they're gonna die? Yet. Yeah, they talk about it all the time. Actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, Ruby's always like, "I'm gonna die at eight. <laughs> Teddy thinks my son thinks she's calling her shark. She think, and he, talks, he thinks everyone dies at a hundred. Oh, so okay. he's like, "I'm gonna die," and he's good with math. So he's two years older. So he'll say, "Ruby, you're gonna be 98 years old when I die." That's pretty good. So he's pretty, you know, he's, but so. But right, no, she she's gonna die at eight. She thinks. <laughs> she's, why? She thinks death's hilarious. I don't know. She they take it real. Uh, when I heard it at eight years old, I was devastated. I yeah. Was devastated when I heard that. Yeah. I'm, I'm still not hundred percent sure I'm gonna die. No. No. Don't they say because technology's getting better every year? It is. Yeah. And they say that the first hundred and fifty year old person has already been born. Right. You heard that? I haven't heard that. The first person to live, to, I think it's like Gladwell. I mean, in the Bible, idiots. people lived for hundreds of years. So, Do you like, want to live to 150? If I can stay in this uh, <laughs> go- godly body. You will not be in that guy. I don't want to get old. You'll be decrepit. I don't. How many docket things you have to do to get to 150? That's like every two years. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You think I'll solve the problem by then? <laughs> by that live point, to see a solution. Live to see a no, solution. No, no, no. Will still you have the best right. case scenario because you, you by that time, America could be down the tubes. Hong Kong, China could be through the roof. Then you yeah. just go back willingly. Oh. We'll be on like you know what I'm saying. Baron Trump will be president. There. No, Baron yeah, Trump's the, kids. Will- the comedy scene's blown up. You live out the last 75 years of your life <laughs> over there. <laughs> Life's good. All right. Yeah. All right. So these are goals. Goals for 4th of July. That's the show. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Peter, thank you for doing it. Thanks so much for having me. That oh, wait. Where can people find you? We forgot to yeah. get to that part. Yes. Uh, follow my Instagram, Peter Wong Comedy. I also do sketches on YouTube, and uh, they're weird, and they're funny, um, and they get views. Uh, another 10 cents. N-U-T-H-E-R-1-0-C-E-N-T-S. one zero C E N T S. You can also find my best video, Subway Art, the one that got on Tosh.0. Uh, just search that in YouTube. It's one of the first few that come up. Very so cool. Art. Thank you so Start much. Start with the best. Thank you for doing it. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. and uh, I mean, yeah. It's good to know there's uh, guys, uh, people out there that seem very like uh, empathetic. to. to uh, oh, that's us. Or at least sympathetic to the whole <laughs> totally. thing. Totally, yeah. Well, also, I wanted to learn, and considering my knowledge started at zero, yeah. I think I learned something today. Yeah, my, my, my knowledge started higher, went to negative, and now I think I'm back to zero. Thank you. <laughs> and I do think, uh, seriously, I think there are a lot of people who are empathetic to this, right? Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right. But, like, uh, this is a proactive, this is probably the most proactive thing. Even, like, one episode on a podcast is yeah. pretty proactive for someone who has no. All right, high five. Who seem to have no uh, eggs in the basket. Yeah. Do you know it's what I mean? Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think people are interested in it. It's 4th of July. If you what better a, time If to you talk have a congressman it. or woman, you know, send them this episode. Yes. Spread the word. And buy, and then tell them to shop through Amazon <laughs> so we get a kickback. And tell them to go on YouTube. <laughs> 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 we need to make a living. Absolute blast. We're going to stay. 
That is it, Peter. Thank you, Captain. What should we do? God bless America, and let's get lost. Get lost, America. And the world. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.